You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew! My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! What a weird song that is. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. What a weird song. Well, if we want to hear the background of this, which I'm sure we do. If we know the Brew Crew like we do, they love a little bit of background info. So, Old Lang Syne um, means times long past. Right. Old Lang Syne. So, Syne must mean time in some sort of old speak. It's, um, and lang, obviously long. Yeah. And old, A-U-L-D, old. Um, or if you're in Nottingham, old. You're old Lang yeah. Syne, mate. And it, we've also got another bit of information here about the old Lang Syne. Go on, then. Um, so, uh, for starters, the phrase old Lang Syne is Scots, the language spoken in lowland Scotland. mine. I've never used it before in my life. Not to be confused with Scottish Gaelic, which is spoken in the Highlands. And to translate it, old old Old, long since, but used more in the context of long, long ago. Um, and of course, traditionally sang on New Year's Eve. It's a poem written by Robert Burns in 1788, but based on an old Scottish folk song in 1799, it was set to a traditional tune, which is obviously as we know it today. As a, as a kid, did you ever sort of stand there and wonder what the hell was going on when everyone? Well, did I that? think I used to make it up. I used to. I didn't know the the, the the lyrics properly, so I think I used to go. Should old acquaintance be forgot? And the ba da ba da. Should <laughs> old acquaintance be forgot for the sake of old lang syne? Yeah. And yeah, I just used to make it up. Blah, do, blah, do you remember blah. when we did that? Um, when we were before we had kids and we went round where you lived and we did that sort of. It was millennium, and we did. We went in people's houses. 
No, what it was was it was the, it was the millennium. I've not a, dreamt that. Have it I? was a street party. That's right. what it was. It was street, we didn't just go round people's houses. It was an actual street party where people had their doors open. Yeah. Well, it was in the street. Yeah. I don't remember going in people's houses. I remember going in someone's kitchen. Well, it was probably the person that we knew. And they said, why are you in my kitchen? <laughs> and I was like, it's the millennium. I'm allowed in your kitchen. Yeah. I remember that year. You that loved a polo neck. I did. You loved a polo neck I didn't neck look good. Year. I looked like a circumcised penis. No, you looked like the man <laughs> from... Um, you looked like uh, the man who delivers milk tray. Not a good version. Yeah. I was at my heaviest that Christmas. Oh. It was the pasta and chicken year. Was it? Was yeah. it the white dinner year? It was the white dinner year. Mm. I come off the back of uh, living in a flat on my own. Was it pork chops, potato and pasta? Yeah. And do you know what I thought? What would really accentuate the uh, rolls in my neck yeah. is a roll neck. Yeah. And I thought, no, it didn't. I, to I be looked, honest. I look like sausages. No, but you've just given me an idea. I really need to embrace a roll neck because I've got the pork loin stripes across my neck. Yeah. And that would cover them up. Yeah. You look like... Do you know what I look like? Mm. Some d- on a good day, you look like a Cluedo piece. Do you know, like Colonel mm. Mustard? Mm. On a good day. On a bad day... What, in a roll neck? Yeah. Mm. On a bad day, you look mm. like, um, like I said, like a, a circumcised penis. I remember... It's <laughs> not good. Back in the 90s, there was a... The sweater shop. Do you remember the sweater shop? I do remember the sweater shop. There was shop. a massive trend to wear a sweater shop roll neck. Yes. With it, the sweatshirt over the top. Too much wool. Do you remember? Wool. That was a lot of wool. No, it was, it was, want wool, it was cotton. Yes, I do remember. So it was a cotton roll neck and then a cotton You, you look like you were going to croon in front of a, a Christmas tree. It was such a fashion. It and was. I remember the, sweater the cool shop. kids wearing it yeah. and I was thinking... I want to be in that gang. I want to wear the roll neck re- with the sweatshirt. Do you know what? I've just had flashbacks now. The sweater shop. Where did yeah, it go? Yeah. Oh no, where did it go? I don't know. Maybe they were so blatant. Where did it go? Where did they, maybe they're so blatant in their advertising they were like, the sweater shop is literally we're running a sweatshop and someone went, You can't do that, mate. Was it the sweater shop or the, the sweatshop? sweater shop? Yeah, not the sweatshop, yeah. Okay. But I, I do I've not worn a roll neck since and also because I have sometimes I've eczema. Yeah. A roll neck is just... Maybe a cotton one would be okay. I don't know. I'm always conscious. You wouldn't want Angora against your flakes, would you? No. No. But it is is a weird look. Are you right? It was a strong year for me and the 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 roll neck. neck. Yeah, the roll neck was the 1999. When Prince said, we're going to party like it's 1999, what he meant was, get your roll neck on. you know what was funny? Last night we watched World's Strongest Man. Did you watch it? No. I was Every busy. year they do that. Mm. It's insane. Some it of is. the men on there. It's definitely a memory from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. What happens to the men afterwards? Because they, they, um, they are massive. They're a bit like greyhounds. You know when they've finished racing, they just get put down. Out to seed. Yeah, they just put them down. There's just some massive. <laughs> Come on. Tolskan, I yeah, don't know whatever the just, name is. It's just like a terrible, um, they just get shipped off to farms yeah, and they just help in massive, carry hay bales. In massive hangers. And nobody loves them. No. Or And they just, people who visit, they just say, who's that out there? And they just say, oh, it was the world's strongest was, man, 2010. He's Icelandic. Yeah, and he, yeah. nobody loves him anymore because he's no use, but he is still quite good at moving hay he, bales. He moves hay and he can move a whole tractor on his back. Yeah. And uh, it just, yeah. we have to just... Yeah. Every day. You should see the We just cost. feed him 12 boiled eggs a day. Yeah. They, 
We should see how much tuna he gets through, yeah, mate. It yeah. is a, he's a We machine. have to make him use the outside toilet, though. It did look like they were mm. going to shit themselves at some points. They probably did. Do you know when they like were the carrying... part came out. The little, <laughs> the, like, they moved those... The, and some of the some of the things, like mm. one of them, they had to do deadlifts. Mm. And the bar was bending. Did you see that? 350 kilograms. Did you see that year one of their biceps ripped open? No. <laughs> That's believable. Just popped out. I'm joking. Are you really? <laughs> Your face then, you were like, Because no. it's completely believable. I know. I always think as well, like, because they're wearing those tight pants with the belt. Oh, that did happen. And I always think... That did... Do you remember like that, little hernia out the no, back. No, do you remember when his arse came out? No. <laughs> You're lying again. <laughs> I bet your arse does come out. <laughs> oh, oh, no. This is true. Right, this one is no, true. No, it's not. I don't believe... I don't know what you're telling me this anymore. This is true now. Right, go on. <laughs> One year his dinkle dropped off. You liar. <laughs> Big dinkle. Big Icelandic oh, dinkle. Oh, that's so Just funny. like a roll-mop yeah. herring, just onto the ground. Oh, God. Do you know what, though? You see, he, he was doing the Atlas Stones. You know when they Why carry those? Why are they called an It's because it's, it's the Greek sort of strength. Atlas, yeah, like he, a ball. I think it's a place, Atlas or something. But he, he carried it mm. and he sort of they go. <laughs> they do that little yeah, walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they go, and you can hear the commentator going, "He's showing incredible strength here, going for the big stones. If you've got the, if you lose the momentum, you're done." And, he, <laughs> and do you and know there, what? There was, there was sweat yeah. coming over their eyelids. Yeah. Why do you have to like, do such like big veins? You don't on the have neck. to. You just pulled your eyelids down. You don't need to do that. It's just frightening. I just I think must one admit, of the days, though, they're the just thought, gonna, their heads are going to pop off. The fact off. that if I went up to one of those Atlas stones and just even tried to move it, I wouldn't be able to move it at all. Yeah. Their strength is incredible. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And at the end, they had to do that deadlift. Yeah. One of them was 250 kilograms. Do you know what? I mean, that's insane. Right. This is true now. This isn't a lie again. <laughs> One of them farted is, so much, no, it blew the other contestant really out the fire doors. The queen, when she was still alive, right, mm-hmm. she used to have um, one of the world's strongest men in the corner of the living room. <laughs> and he just used to crack walnuts. What, with his butt cheeks? No, with his leg, with his, with his thighs. <laughs> it's true, 100% Do you know true. what? It is weird, because when they go to seed... It is a useless sort of skill because it's like it's like when you've been a footballer, mm. you can sort of be a commentator and you can wear one of those nice shirts. They can, they can be like no, but know. they go into training, don't they? They train other strongmen. But otherwise, they like they're just walking around being cute. Or going, no, here, Dave, Dave, we need some paint. And he just brings all the paint right. on his back. But have you ever? This is true as well. It's good to have a strongman around. Have you ever the seen house. that charity? You know, like um, there's that. Um, Heroes charity for British armed forces. Yeah, yeah. There's a charity for ex world's strongest men. What's it called? It's called the Charity for World's Strongest Men. Fucking <laughs> liar. I love these. And what they do is they find them employment as bouncers right. in nightclubs across the country. And that's where they go. That's where they all go. And just picking people and, up. And then, well, there's like, t- there's a tier system. So the top tier is you get to be a bouncer at a nightclub. Second tier is you get to be a bouncer at um, like security in a supermarket, right? right? The bottom tier... Garden centre. No, showing people where to park at car parks. Love it, yeah. That's the bottom. They just pick up cars and just... Yeah. But it is that sort of thing of... I think sometimes I'd love to have that strength. 
to, to I be would. able to like just. I'd love you to be able to throw me around. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, like they showed one, one of them with his yeah. wife. Yeah, she was like tiny. I know. I think she tiny. Must, if when they have a romantic he moment, he crushed her once. Imagine Did you hear that on the news. <laughs> But imagine after Valentine's Day, she has to book the chiropractor. I know, that poor lassie got crushed by a strong man. I'm not, you're not coming anywhere near me with mm. those arms. I know. It's like it's like a big... That's why I've often thought about, if I do Strictly, I would need Kai to be my partner. Why? He's got to be a big fella to be able to throw me around. Oh, wow, it yeah. would be a right job. I'm 12 stone. Yeah. That's a lot of weight to pick yeah. up. Yeah. But they, I, I could not believe, I can't, it's sort of, it's become like a thing, like, I do worry about them afterwards, because they, where do you go? Where as do you go world, where? As a real strongest man. No one knows who you are afterwards. They're like, I'm the world's strongest man. Who was that one that was? And they're constantly doing competitions. Jeff Capes, was it? Was yeah. Jeff Capes the one who did it was. for us? Yeah. And what was that other one called? I don't know. There was two that I would really recognise the faces yeah. of them. yeah. Jeff Capes was one. Is it Jeff Capes? Have it I got was it right? Jeff Capes, yeah. And um, but, but I don't know. Where what, did they do it? All over the world, mate. Did they? Yeah. That mm. was in Glasgow yesterday. But then they're oh, off that's to cold. They're off to California. That's cold, though. Know, isn't but it? they're doing all sorts. Um, but people just people watch it as well. Yeah. I remember. I told you, didn't I? There was a bloke I worked with, Simon, who was a bodybuilder. He was massive. He was. He was a beast. And he, um, but when he was in training, so for competition, he would just eat tuna all the time, like a, lot a couple of, of tins of tuna at lunchtime. So you'd always know when Simon was eating because the staff room would just smell of fish. Oh, there's a lot of mercury going down your face, that isn't it? Well, that's you know. That's the downside. I, I always think, though, is that you are in, you have to work out then, though, because mm. if you stop going to the gym, yeah. you just get fat, don't you? I don't think they do get fat, though. I think it just, waste, the muscle wastes away a bit. But you know, but you're always that size. If your body's, when you see them, and when you, yeah. you know, when they do the posing yeah. thing, apparently they don't drink water, do they? Because the more dehydrated they get the more the muscle definition's there. Really? So they, they don't drink water. There's a real science to it. And they shrivel. Yeah, there's a real science to it, isn't there? But their hearts must be under incredible stress. Oh, I don't know. I don't like but, the sound of it. But it is mad to think that they can pick up that amount of it's weight. It's extreme stuff, isn't it? This isn't this isn't like run-of-the-mill being fit. This is like you're pushing your body to an extreme. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of extremes. I wouldn't want to be that big. I like the pop group extreme. They were good, weren't they? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be that but big. But I though. don't like extremes. I don't like extreme weather. No, you don't. I don't you like... You do, though. Oh, you always... I've just lied again. I'm you... lying all podcasts today. You want to be a star I love, I love a tornado. Yeah. That's an extreme, pa- but that's the only one I like. Part of you. you, you so I do quite like a tsunami as well. You... Obviously, I don't like tsunamis. I don't... You don't cheer them up. No. Off. But I find them fascinating. Like is what right I'm now, saying. part of you obviously you don't want to be in the in the dangerous bit, but part no. of you would love to be in America looking at that snowdrift. I don't think I would actually. That extreme, I really don't like. I don't like those extremes, and I'm scared of heat. What extreme heat? Oh, that terrifies These me. These people who run that marathon in oh, the desert, oh, idiots! But you need a van alongside you. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Whole support team, Death Valley Marathon. Stupid! My friend who did the marathon disables in the desert. I know, lost his toenails, nearly died. Idiot! He had to sleep in a sand dune. I can't bear he ran, it! Round with an handkerchief on his head. Isn't that impressive? No! <laughs> what about your dad doing the Bob Graham? Is that idiotic? Quite, yeah. 
It is really. What is the Bob Graham? Running all the peaks in um, all the mountains in the Lake District, isn't it? Yeah. In one Somewhere day, like that, yeah. 24 Stupid. hours running yeah. consistently. You have to have a team feeding your jelly babies yeah. into your tired face. So yes. you think that's stupid as well? Yeah. Your own father. Yeah. Think his project was a vanity project? Yeah. Personal goal? Not it's achieved? Idiot. Mm. I'm not a fan of extreme weather. I'm not a fan of extreme muscles. Extreme muscles. Yeah, you know where you go one yeah. or the other. I just want, I just like run of the mill me. Yeah. Run of the mill. I want to go back to the gym. That's probably one of my resolutions. I don't like extreme diets where you eat like loads of protein. I just want run of the mill middle ground. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Um, I think it's probably why I never like getting drunk because it's extreme. I don't like... Um, so you're quite... I'm quite... Dull. I'm quite vanilla, aren't I, really? Mm. You're Madagascan vanilla, mate, you are. I saw on Twitter yeah. that someone at a car boot had taken a picture yeah. of someone selling Hermes unopened packages on a big trestle table. What, that they're nicked? In a lucky dip for two quid. Get lost. No. So it was like a long table. Yeah. And it had like all different packages. Yeah. And it was like, lucky dip, two quid. And like there were people going, oh, it's an iPhone. Not that level, but no. just sort of random stuff. How bonkers is that? Was it stolen then? Well, I would imagine it's fallen into their lap. But it was a genuine picture. So did somebody ring the police? Yeah, I think they did. But don't you think like, I haven't been to a car boot in ages. I love I, a so car I, boot. I wanted to talk car boots is because mm. it's a Sunday. I was thinking of all the Sunday activities. Car boots is one of the king things yeah, yeah. i used to love them as a kid yeah i love and i want to go to one well do you then but the get, get up at like i remember your uncle was a big yeah cabo. you have to you, you, you gotta be up be at a... five you gotta be up at five no he never said six that. you gotta be up six but you have to by be there... seven it's all gone you have to be there early if you want the bargains but you got all the good stuff's gone by eight yeah. You're wandering at 10, you're buying toilet brushes and shit aren't you yeah you've got to be there early but then it's sort of weird how people are in your boot like sort of scavenging yeah, around because yeah. we've we've sort of sold stuff at car boots before and you're very good at giving stuff away for nothing you're like 25p that you've never 25 done a car boot with me i remember when we were selling stuff on the school field and you were giving away their kids toys and some of them were expensive toys you were like 20p so 20p for the lot yeah you just wanted to get rid of it and i was like 20p yeah it's cheaper for me to drive to the tip and get rid of it no it isn't that's ridiculous. 20 pence. You were selling stuff at daft money. No, it's just to get rid of it. You just want to get rid. What are your car boot memories as a kid? Uh, I haven't really got any, but I, I do remember going to a car boot. Um, but I've done a few. I did one with my mum and dad. Um, yeah, and I think the, the key to it is is not going overpriced because otherwise you'll never shift anything. Mm. People who overpriced stuff, you just walk away. People have got a really skewed view of their own shit, haven't they? Yeah. They're like, yeah. I remember some one, of it is just tart and one, it needs to go in the bin. One guy was selling VHS like box sets of Lord mm. of the Rings tenor. I was mm. like, mate, mate. Yeah. You, we're on downloads now. Yeah. What are you doing? We haven't even got videos anymore. No. Just, you can't sell this for no, a tenner. No, the people do try and get rid of a load of rubbish, don't they? Yeah. But you do get some good bits as well. But I, I, it's a bit like eBay when you know that it's a dealer on eBay. You kind of don't feel the buzz of buying something. And it's the same with car boots. If you if they're a professional car booter, yeah, 
I sort of like, oh, it's not, it's not thrilling to get something. That how do you, you know, know they've they're... overpriced and? How do you know they're professional though? Just the way they've the got set up, up they've got and chip and pin. The they've, got they've got no, not prices. necessarily chip and pin, but just yeah, it's just too organised almost and too yeah. You, you you know somebody who's literally shoved what's in their loft in their car and then they just splay it all out on the floor and it's just like yes, this is. We the real want stuff. someone who's as confused as we are. Yeah. Who sort of wandered in there innocently, just throwing stuff that's like heirlooms yeah. and antiques yeah. roadshow level. Yeah. That's an original constable. Yeah. How much do you yeah. want? 25p just yeah. selling. Yeah. They haven't got a clue what they're selling. No. You need those vulnerable people. Yes. And, but they're the ones that sort of get hit hurt yeah, yeah. by the professional builders because yeah, they see it. him. They see him coming in and they think, yeah. they're not even organised. Yeah. Do you know the what I mean? Is if you they haven't every- got a pricing system. Well, if you went every week, you'd soon get to know who's, you know, the ones over there all the time. It's a tone, is it? But yeah, my, my uncle Chris used to do the rounds. He used to go to all the regular booths. In one day? I don't know if he'd do it in one day, but he'd sort of alternate, you know. He'd know where the local car boots were going on. Weird Cossel's got a car boot this Sunday, mate. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever bought anything. I remember buying one thing as a kid, a Star Wars toy mm. and i did think at the time i think i've done well yeah you know as a kid you think them them parents yeah. don't realize what they're selling no it's like He's three thought, quid yeah. and i was like that's a star destroyer for three quid you fucked up yeah then you had your like, like as you as you pay for it you go you fucked up yeah yeah you ain't done your research old lady mm. You're That's selling this. You your son's left home. You're trying to clear your loft. You want, They're the ones you want to pick yeah, off. Yeah, you want vulnerable. Not vulnerable. Vulnerable, you do. Gullible. Stupid. Gullible. Yeah, unclueless. Like my dad, when I left home, just flogged everything in that loft and he didn't care. There was stuff that was collectible. There was Fred Perry's. There was an Amiga with rare games. All for a fiver. Get it out of my life. Yeah. That was a mistake. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that with our kids. I'm going to like. I'm going to hold on to the stuff which is of value. Well, our loft is a disgrace. I mean, it would be easier to do. Maybe we should do a car boot. What do you mean? Because we could take stuff to the tip, but if we did a car boot, it might be. We can't do a we car boot. Make a bobber too. No, we wouldn't because you'd be giving it away to make people happy. You'd no, be like, just I'm, get, can someone come up and try it on and be yeah. like, can I have all that on the mat there for yeah. a fiver? You'd be like, no, oh, go on then. Yeah, there's a lot of crap up there though, good God. But I have to say, uh, Brew Crew, Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, it's Happy New we, Year. We made it. It's 2023. <laughs> can you believe it's 23? I know. And as a teacher, I will continually write 2022 on yeah. the board for the for for forthcoming months because yeah. you always forget to change it. Yeah. But um, I was just going to say it's quite momentous, really. This is episode 51. We are rapidly approaching a year of Brew with the Bennett, and we will coincide a year. This podcast will be released a year, and it will go out on Black Monday. Oh. The day that people's it credit go cards, out on Black Monday. it will do the 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 fifty tooth fifty tooth. No, we go out on a Sunday. Yeah, well, it will be Grey Monday, Grey Sunday. Right. Okay. In the prelude to you Black Monday. Through, did I didn't. You? That was awful. No, but um, what I was going to say was, we're rapidly approaching a year of Brew with the Bennets. We have had over twenty five thousand downloads. I checked at last look. 
Checked which, at last look. Yeah, which is averaging, averaging 500 downloads a week, which when you talk to the big boys in the game, that's small fry. They get... 25,000 downloads to the a day. Big, when do you talk to the big boys I never boys talk in the to game. the big boys. Never it, talk to them. I don't know any go, big boys. Can I speak to the big boys in the game, please? Hang on, just a minute. <laughs> Hello? All right. Who can do I want? speak to the big boys in the game, please? This is the big boy in the game. How many downloads do you get a day? 100,000. Okay. Just forget it. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, we, we don't compete with that. But in our own little brew crew world, yeah. that... I think that's quite nice, it that, is that, nice that you guys are listening every week. And we have had so many. Um, we've had tens of messages. Tens <laughs> of messages. Tens of messages, Gemma. <laughs> no, we've had some lovely messages on Insta, emails, um, Twitter, people thanking us and saying that they've listened to the, the, the podcast whilst, I don't know, walking the dog, whilst well, on a shift, whilst driving to work. And well, I've got one here. Go. Reese Beresford said he he's a window cleaner and he works oh, alone. Yay, so he said it's nice to have some familiar voices twice a week, and it doesn't make the days feel like I'm working on my own. No, that's nice. It must look like a, I must look like a nutter. People see me on the other side of the windows, laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts all the time and listen. We also had a message from a, a blast from the past for you, Scott Nikki. Um, she says, hi, Scott, I'm currently in Grand Canaria and have discovered your Brew with the Bennett's podcast and absolutely love it. You've come a long way since the days of racing up and down my Auntie Peggy's drive with me, Michael and Catherine. So this is a family friend, isn't it? Auntie yeah. Peggy and Uncle Terry. Auntie Peggy, Uncle. Which, not real, not real aunties or uncles. It's no, just but we how, love them just the same. How the North works. And um, I, I did text Peggy yesterday because she sent the kids some Christmas money. She always does. She's so kind. Yeah. It's lovely to hear you and Gemma talk about your mum and dad, so Max and I. Uh, I loved it when they visited Auntie Peggy, um, as both were full of life and laughter. And I have to say, they're no different now, Nikki. They are still they absolutely are dynamos cracking. of energy. Um, keep two. up the good work. The energy between you and Gemma is brilliant and hilarious, Nikki. Wow, oh, so nice. that is a blast from the past. Thank I don't, you. I don't fully remember her. I don't know why. Don't say that. You see, oh, saw... Nikki. Oh, we're so oh, close. No, we're you so do close. remember. I do don't remember. You? Her. Because we did, Nikki, we did mention it to Mags and Roy on Christmas Day as well. And they were like, oh, Nikki, we haven't seen you for so long. Um, so, yeah. So, love to you. Um, yeah, love to you, Nikki. Love to you. Thank you so much for listening in Gran Canaria. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Also, Dave and Emma, thank you. Um, you say, hi, Scott and Gemma. Just wanted to drop you a quick line to say, hope you and the kids have a very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We've seen Scott twice in 2022 and look forward to seeing him again in 2023. Your podcast and afternoon tea have kept us smiling in 2022. Keep up the good work. That's so nice. And it's Dave Cornerbath. Lots of 2020. <laughs> oh, he's in his cornerbath like Scarface. Oh, I love and, it. And he did say, P.S., when are you taking Gemma on tour as your support act? When hell freezes over, Dave. Well, we've heard Gemma and her thoughts, haven't yeah, we? Not so happening. I want to take yeah. some of those on tour, Gemma and her thoughts. Oh, no. I think, I think we'll... Uh, you know, what's the word? What? Don't don't inflict that on the world. Um, also, Paul McGeady, friend of the show. Paul started listening to us way, way back in the Shed show. Yeah. Um, Lynn is his fiance, yeah. isn't it? And Dexter the dog. Yeah. Um, so he wished us a Merry Christmas on Twitter. So Merry Christmas to you. And also, big, massive shout out. Can't go without saying to Saz and Steve and Mabel the dog. We just wanted to say thank you so much for all your correspondence. They've written to us basically every week since we started the pod. Um, and your 
you know, your support has been so they've, great. They've written to us yeah. more than I wrote to you. When I was in Germany. When you were in Germany yeah. and you are my wife. Yeah. And even on Instagram, Tina, always getting uh, messages from Tina. She's so great. And everybody who takes part in like our Insta feeds, um, look, if you could give a, a follow to what Laura loves up in, um, she's up in the North Shields. She's fantastic. And she always um, supports us. So thank you to her. Um, I'm just looking down here. Sorrel, thank you for the fashion inspiration, Sorrel, because I've got my new suit for when I go to the panto um, at the end of the month. Um, Hang on a minute, we need to pause on this. You're going for a full red suit. I'm going pillar box. Pillar Pillar box box red. red. I cannot wait. Jacket and trousers. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to look like? Go on. Devil wears Prada, mate. I can't wait. It's going to be power suit. I can't wait. You're going to look like her in, what was her in Rocky Four called? What was her name? Come on, Rocky. Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go Bridget Nielsen. But Helen Rich on, on Insta, she's always replying to us. Yeah. Charlotte Marshall, um, Jamie Street, Matt Hutchins, Deb, oh, Debs, of course, me mate Debs, Lola Pearson, Claire Robotham. Do you say it like that? I don't Colin know. Colin Valance, yeah. um, Sorrel, Simone Fitzpatrick. Um, of course, give a shout out to Alice, Alice Kelly, who's an artist and she's always supporting us. Rachel Coe and Lexi on Insta, my netballing mates. Andrew Hooker, always shouts out. Louise, my old mate, McMahon. Um, Louise, uh, Sarah Bromley, Jimmy, Karen you Berwick, this, you can't keep going uh, with Lorna this. Hallam, Mags Williamson, Tina and Chris Richmond and Faith in fasting. And just anyone, I've missed loads... There's so many, I can't even mention them all, but they, you always respond, you write, you say hello. Um, I'm sorry if I've missed you there because it, I, I can't, there's, there's so many. Who is still buying Cliff Richard albums? Cliff Richard fans. Who though? Derek. Derek, I'm just naming names. But like have, you, have you seen the album? It's no. just doing. It is. It is even the video for it. They put, they put it on telly the other day. Mm. It looks like he don't want to do it anymore. He does. He, he loves it. He, he does, loves he looks, Christmas. He looks uncomfortable. He loves Christmas. He doesn't. He looks uncomfortable. Does Cliff? He looks like he's been pushed into it now, and he's got his sleeve rolls up. He's he's like he's too old to be doing it now. No, he is. He's, he looked, he looked uncomfortable. He loves Christmas. Does that? But I think it must be now. The only people buying it now are people who are, have no choice in their decisions. Mm. I think it's piped in. I think they're in, I think there's people just in old folks homes who can't have access to the radio. Mm. Who is buying Cliff? I don't know. Who is buying it? I don't know, but we've had Buble on a lot. That's one thing I know. I know, but you've never thought... Christmas Buble. You've never thought, let's get Cliff on. Christmas Cliff. There must be somebody out there who's listening to him. We did watch the King's speech, didn't we, on Christmas Day? We did, yeah. Um, Old Charlie boy. It's a big old gig for Charlie, that, wasn't it? The thing is... The first one off the bat. He does... I think he's got... If you watch the way he does speeches, he'll every now and again look down. So Really? It's his way of, like... He um Reading he delivers words. a little bit very sincere, and then he'll look down and it's his way of taking a pause to sort of gather himself and look at probably the next bit. I mean he has an auto cue for sure. Do you know what was interesting? Go on. They didn't show his hands. Oh, the sausage fingers. No, and I think they did that on purpose. I think they thought... Well, it may be everybody hungry, wouldn't it, for the Christmas dinner? <laughs> All people be thinking is, get them pigs in blankets That's on. it, exactly. Be- wouldn't it have been funny if he'd had bacon wrapped around? <laughs> <laughs> Little Christmas, I just, I, I 
I want to say... I can't do the impression, you're doing, Charles. You're doing Thatcher. Thatcher. Charles isn't Thatcher. Just want to say, everyone, well done this year. It's been a tough year for everyone. Now get stuck into these. Yeah. Just get some more. No. Have you put your sausages in? Just yeah. what you're thinking. Get your pigs in blankets pop, on. Pop your pigs in blankets on. A little bit of cranberry yeah, on his yeah, little finger yeah. instead of that little ring, yeah. little cranberry. Can we just do a post-match analysis of how we dished up Christmas dinner? Well, you can do, 10 yeah. out of 10. You nailed 10 it. 10 out of 10. No, as a team, though, I mean, I, I did nail the cooking. We slipped into some sort of soup So kitchen. what we had was... It was a, it was a we system. Had, we had the three meats in the corner. Three meats. Scott was on carving, right? Yeah, I was on carving. Okay, we had the plates at the ready. You did... You we had... Um, roasted potatoes on the top of the oven. We had covers like a restaurant. Yeah. You gave me le- you gave yeah. me a, a list. Now one thing that like I was in a restaurant on a pass. I had my warming plate. Uh, my warming. What do you call it? It's like a, a little it's warming a little tray. S- Hostess trolley without yeah. a trolley. Well, it's like a. You know, it's one of them things where you've got like three little compartments and it keeps it all warm. Well, do you know what Jason on. cooks us about them? What? Because the skin won't form on its own. What? <laughs> As in, you leave it in there. Everything skins over. Oh right. Okay. So we had we had sprouts in there nice. and my carrots in there with a bit of butter on just so they were nice and Look at moist. You. you loved it, didn't and you? And then I had me we you were I, I was okay to put my cauliflower cheese out on top because that holds its heat for ages. It's absolutely piping it's like up. The center of the so earth. that was okay. And then I had my pigs in blankets in the um warming thing as well. So literally you would put the meat on. What well you meat? give me an order yeah, first. I took down You'd go Dad one. Yeah. Chicken, beef, turkey. Yeah. So you put that on then we put the potatoes on because they hold their heat for ages. Then pigs in blankets, veg, dollop of the thingy on, stuffing ball, um gravy serve up and it was just so it, it was just worked didn't it it, was like, it it worked it was like we were running a restaurant mate. it was really good it was a level of communication that gives me faith that we can get another 10 years out of this marriage well all we need to do is to make sure we're doing a christmas dinner every day mm, and mm. our communication yeah. channels are open baby yeah it was good it was, it was phenomenal it worked it i was. think um yeah we'll do that system again what do you mean the the, the, pass. the the conveyor belt system, yeah, the pass. I love that service. Well, let's talk resolutions, okay? Oh, so, I hate this. Oh well, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Have you got any New Year's resolutions? Bearing in mind that last year, live on the pod, I told everybody I wanted to join an orchestra. <laughs> Failed. Yeah. Right. Um. What was the other one I wanted to do? Was it write a book? Yeah. I am writing one, so that's kind of half done. Um, Did you say you were going to join an orchestra? Yeah. Well, you bought a clarinet that's never been used. That was years ago. I bought that years ago. Yeah. No, I do I, I do use it once a year at the carol service. Well, um, that's been worth it. So it? this year, what I'm thinking is, I did start to... Well, oh no, I joined a netball team. Yeah, was I that did a resolution? Do that. I think it was to join a team sports type thing. So I've j- did that. So that's good. And I started doing um, Zumba again. And I really enjoy that. Not done a lot of it over Christmas though. This bloody cold is going on forever and ever and ever. And I know everybody's saying it across the nation. Everybody's got the same virus, haven't they? It's been mental. It's awful. I nearly lost my voice. I'm still struggling. I know. You're terrified, aren't you? I'm terrified of losing my voice. It's there. It's an ongoing threat. And then I had a bit of a weird turn on Christmas Eve. Do you remember? I do. Stomach acid during four weddings and a funeral. Honestly, Sat there going, I think I'm going to hurl here. It's awful. And I did. 
Happy Christmas. Oh, it was, it was a, like the old days it was of a being disaster. 18 again. It was a disaster. I think it is. I think it's... Well, you, you've you set some realistic... Um, targets. T- targets. Uh, no. Um, uh, uh, what's Resolutions. Resolutions. Okay. So, here we go. Resolution number one. Me time. That sounds ominous. So, I think we really, really, really need to do this this year. Right. Have some time together. Us. Us time. Not me time. Okay, us time. Me time sounds like you want less time together. Yeah. Me time sounds mm. like you only want to rearrange. Let me think this through. <laughs> no, yeah. so I us think, time. I think we always say it and it doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that entail though? Well, I know I fancy a bit of a spa. <laughs> you love a spa. I love a spa. So you're saying let's book a spa day then? Yeah. Yeah. And just think. But a lot of those mean silence and not, not speaking to each other no, for doesn't. that day. No, it doesn't. You can have a right good chinwag at a spa. Really? Yeah. Aren't you getting on everyone's tits, though? No, of course you're not. Okay. When I've been with my mates, we chat all day. I do I do agree what you're saying. I think we we need to do some us time. Yeah. And you've yeah. said you're really going to try hard, like, next Christmas, book it off. I know. Really book it off. In the cold light of day... When it when I'm when I'm facing the fact that I've got to work in between Christmas and New Year, <clears> I now think, oh, that was a shit idea. It's a terrible idea. I know, I know, and I and I think, and at it's the time, family time. You know it, that it is, it is, and and it's one of those things where you're trying to straddle two worlds, aren't you? You're trying mm. to make sure that everything's. I don't know that you you you're keeping the money coming in, but also mm. you know. And then now I'm thinking, oh God, I shouldn't have done that. And mm. now you're going to be up with mum and dad's, and I'm going to have to shuttle run back. Yeah, because I've in, I've booked gigs on my doorstep here. Yeah, thinking we might be around here, but you knew we wouldn't be. I know, but I Idiot. thought we might be. No, we yeah. won't be. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So anyway, so I think that for next year resolution. Yeah. What some us time. Yeah, and just some proper chunks of time off. You yeah. need time off. You need time to... I think that's the thing. It's not about materialism. It's not about we want this or we want that. It's about time. Time. I think the thing is, though, it's been such a weird few years for everyone that mm. I think people are panicked about mm. money and panicked yeah. about just... I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. You know what happens with my mm. job is when you're in demand, you feel like you should capitalize yeah, on it because yeah. you worry how long it's gonna last. how long it's gonna last yeah, for yeah. and then one day they're gonna turn around and go oh, we don't need you anymore yeah i know and then you sort of like you've missed the boat yes i understand because if i was around all day yeah. here i think you'd be like can you not get a gig <laughs> i think you'd be like yeah maybe. sure you can get a gig somewhere yeah maybe you know what i mean i don't mm. know but I, I understand what you're saying mm, so mm. your resolution is to spend more time with me Oh, have I just said that? Effectively. Ooh. Oh, now you're backing out, is it? No, no, no. And also, I think going back to the, you know, my mum always says, me time. What the bloody hell's me time? I never had me time. And I know what she's saying, but I just think it is important just to... Well, like, her going down the allotment was her me time. Well, it still is. This is the thing. She loves her allotment. People have me time. Um, they don't I know think, it's me time. I think it's... Um, it is just important. Self-care is what it's about, isn't it? Because yeah. life's very, very busy. And I've got a book to my left here. I received some beautiful books over Christmas. We both did, didn't we? Yeah. Um, a lot of, we do like um, 
a biography, don't we? An autobiography. I love a biography. I love an autobiography. I like reading about listening <laughs> to someone's life. We like a bit of comedy and we also like a bit of... Do you know what I um, think, though? It's, if I ever get a chance to write a biography, yeah. I'm going to have to lie. Why? Because I don't think it's very exciting, my life. Oh, dear. Here we go. Do you know Why? what I mean? Because then you have to write things like... that. You, you hear some biographies like... Russell Brands or someone like that, they've had such an amazing life that you think, oh, people are going to want to read about that. Who's going to want to read about me helping my dad paint some railings? Um. And then I went to work with Roy and we we decorated a fish and chip shop and I went up a ladder and one day I slipped down two rungs. Nothing happened, I just hurt my foot. That was that, was that day. Chapter two. The thing is... Tidy in a shed. It just... I don't know. The thing is, I think all of us could think that. If you said, oh, I've not done anything or, you know... If you were but, writing but your if biography... if you actually start... If you start really delving into stuff, probably all of us have got something that would be... Because actually, sometimes there's great interest in mundanity. Is there? Yeah. I hope so, because that's all yeah. this podcast is. No, because is. if you think about social history, and I love social history, you know, just the analysis of... And looking through the window into a period of time, just at general day-to-day life, I find that really fascinating. Really? Yeah. So if you were writing your biography then, what sort of key moments would there be, though, Um, in your life? Oh, I can't sum it up now. I couldn't possibly sum it up. But you're talking about the modality. I I, I can't... No, but I'm just saying, you know, the process of writing an autobiography is quite, like, you just have to... You really have to sort of... um, I don't know think back you through to, your yeah you you would really sort of trawl back through your life wouldn't you which you you can't just do now you can't just do it in a nutshell can you but this i don't even think there's been that significant <coughs> moments me. i'm trying to think back well all i was going to say was you got for christmas um can i have my ball back yeah the richard herring one yeah, yeah. so i want to borrow that after you've read it and i got the matthew perry um autobiography which yeah I you see, again, again, he's had an interest in, he's had demons. I've had no demons. Scott, why are you talking like everybody wants an autobiography about you? I don't know. Why is it worrying you? Because you'll might. probably never, ever have an autobiography, so don't worry about Someone it. Someone might ask me. <coughs> Someone might ask me, and then I'm going to have to think of sorry, it. Sorry, I can't clear my throat. I know, you sound and like then, a machine gun, a sorry. kid doing a machine gun impression. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. And then um, we... Yeah, so Matthew Perry, I think that might be... I think it'll be a lot of interesting stuff, but it's also going to be a bit it's of gonna a tough one. It's going to be a bit one. sad, Jen. Tough read. It's going to be a bit sad in places. Yeah. You're not very good with sad. No, I know, I know. That's a weird biography well, for you. Then I got one about the perimenopause. My friend bought me that, which I think is going to be fascinating. Yeah. Then I got... Um, oh, my brother bought me a brilliant philosophy book, but it's based on children's philosophy on life. Right. And I can't wait to read that. Oh, do you know what she'll be in there? Yeah. Do you, before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was funny, wasn't it? Sophia at school. This happens at school between groups of kids, I think. They were all sort of stood there, her and her mates, mm-hmm. and they're saying what skills they had. Yeah. Now, that happens a lot when you're a kid. Yeah. So they'll say stuff like, oh, I can, I can do a handstand or mm-hmm. I can run really fast. And Sophia panicked and mm-hmm. thought, I need to say something because I don't want to look like I've got nothing. And she said, well, I can read minds. <laughs> so what philosophy she is that? She swore me to secrecy I know, but it's and I can't beautiful. believe you. I love it, though. It. What I love about it is it's such a dick-swinging <clears throat> moment because it's so like you can keep your handstand, you can keep your fast running, I can read minds. 
Uh, but then she's got to prove it. I feel, but really, I, I feel really bad about this. What? Because she told me never to she's tell She's never going to listen to our podcast. I think it's so she sweet. She might listen to it. Don't be so stupid. Um, I think it's that. What I'm saying is, in terms of philosophy, don't you think that's quite interesting from a child's point of view that she's gone? I'm going to go big, and I'm going to. Why is that philosophy? Is it philosophy? No, that's psychology. That's similar, but it's not the same. No, it's not the same at all. No. Don't you think it's sweet though? That. No. Why? I think it's um, lying. Yeah, but I think you can always lie as a kid. No, I don't think like, I was a liar. You were. You no, would I have wasn't. lied. I, I lied. No, we I all wasn't lied. A liar. And in fact, I was. Uh, I was a campaigner for justice, and I remember <sighs> what a square. I know. A I remember for ju- you, saddo. There was a friend like a of mine who told counselor. a lie, and I outed her. Oh, I bet she loved that. You outed her. Mm. Oh, you little rat! I what was. did you out her for? What was the lie? She says she went for dinner with Kylie Minogue, and you went. No, you, you didn't. didn't. How did you out her? Can't remember. You just said, "I want to see the evidence." Yeah. And she said, I can't. Can't give you any. What did Kylie have? Yeah. Chips. Yeah. Did you interrogate her on yeah. it? Yeah. I was like, no, you didn't. I didn't. You didn't go for dinner with Kylie. I no. call you on it. I smell BS. What, really? Yeah. Do you know what, though? You can lie a bit, though, when you're uh, when you're younger. You can. Yeah. You sort of, it's without consequence. I suppose so. Because it's, no one's yeah, going to follow up on it, out. really. Knock you, yourself out. I think, well, can you imagine you can read minds. if you did that? What do you mean? Like, just lied. I love all it. All the time, like. Oh, I've got a Ferrari at home. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah. You have. My dad is lean or messy. Well, show, show me it. Yeah. Show me your Ferrari. I can't. It's in the garage. It's in the garage, mate. It's MOT. We'll bring it next week. It'll be in the garage again. It's in the garage, mate. Just uh, keep getting out of it. But, borrowed but it. sticking to it absolutely 100% yeah. that you've definitely got a Ferrari. I went for a drink with lean or messy last night. Who's lean or messy? The Argentinian footballer. I thought it was Lionel. 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 It's Lionel. I thought it was Lionel Messi. No, you're thinking Lionel Blair. Lionel Messi. No, I'm thinking of um, Lionel Richie. <laughs> Dancing on a ceiling. No, but you, you could say, I went for a drink with uh, Lionel Messi. I like, no, you didn't. I did. Yeah, yeah well, and I went for a drink with Tess Daly. Yeah. Same pub. Same pub. Wickham Weather. Me and Tess Daly are the best friends. Yeah. And Ashley she bought me for Christmas some sanctuary bath stuff. <laughs> Do you know Tess Daly's 53? Get out. She looks bloody good. The richer you are, the better you look. Do you think so? Yeah, there's something in that. No, there is, definitely. No, but I watched The Detectorist last night and Mackenzie yeah. Crook looks quite old, he, he? does look old. Bless I him. love that programme. He looks quite weathered. He needs a wash. It looks like he needs a wash. It looks like he he's has... He's a good actor though, isn't he's he? He's amazing and it's... An, oh, it was so good. I loved it last night. But he does look like he's permanently in Wurzel Gummidge. Yeah, sort of like, he's rugged. He's do, you know, do you know what he looks like? Yeah, he looks like a walking wash leather. Yeah, sort of weathered. Like yeah. you say, looks like an Aborigine tribe, not a tribesman. He just looks but like do you a, know he's a 90, red Indian. He's ninety-three. No, he's not. <laughs> he does. It looks like he's been preserved in vinegar. He looks like he could be in the Rolling Stones. He you know, does. He lives that rock and roll he lifestyle. Exa- he is Rolling Stones. He's Ronnie Wood. Him and Ronnie Wood. Yeah, they, they, they get look on. the same age. Brother from a mother lover. Brother from a mother lover. <laughs> A brother from another mother. No, brother from another lover. Mother. Mother lover. Mother lover, another mother. <coughs> Do you know what it is, though? It's like, you know when you used to get a conker mm. and you'd pickle it? Yeah. It looks like an age. No, I've conker. never done that. I don't know why I said yeah. But it does. No idea. Some people age quite dramatically. Mm. I think you're going to age quite well. I think men can embrace age better than women. Women yeah. fight it all the way. Yeah. Puffing out every wrinkle and I'm just... Uh, who was I talking to who said, 
uh, about photographs and stuff. What? Just the fact that I'll take stupid photographs. But I was just saying, oh, yeah, it was your mum. Right. Yeah, because she knows I take dad photographs and stuff for Instagram and that. And I said, I just don't care. What do you mean? Like, if I look bad in a photograph, I don't care. I know what you mean. I Because I... it's just like, maybe it's my stage in life, but I... I don't care. Well, you don't care but, what you look like. Well, that's not true. I don't. It's not that I don't care what I look it's like. It's a good attitude to have. But I also don't care about somebody looking at a photograph and going, "Oh, look at the wrinkles on her neck." Or I just think, well, mm. so yeah, doesn't matter. Does doesn't it? matter. No, and I think you have to. In a, in a weird way, I think you have to. What you said is true. Men do age better than women. Yeah. In a weird way, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Why is that? Well, no, it's not that they age better. Oh, it's no, it's, just that it's, they, it's, it's, they, um, I think they can allow, it's almost like a man with grey hair, like standard, standard is that women wear makeup, men don't. Mm. Standard is that women start dyeing their hair to cover up grey. Men don't have to do that. I know some men do dye their hair, but you don't ever think that's the default with men, do you? I wonder if I'm just going to go like overnight, just go from sort of thick blonde. I'm just going to wake up in the morning full, sil- full silver fox. I don't. It'll just happen so. quick. I don't think so because your dad gradually went greyer. Yeah. And I think you have got your dad's ha- hair colouring, haven't you? I don't know. My mum's got sort of my mum's hair's ridiculous. It's lovely hair, and we saw Rula Lenska was on. Um, TV yesterday and she looked fabulous. Oh, that's for her a age. weird program that they were on. She's she's the same age as your dad. Um, she's you, seventy five. Did you see that program though? But she's got a massive thick head of hair, and I do think good hair makes you look younger. They were sat in a shed with Alan Titchmarsh, and it was on for two hours, mm. and it was just Alan, her, some other people mm. in a shed, mm. and he was in his waistcoat. Well, it was coat. a set, wasn't it? I know, but it's just like. Who puts Alan on for two hours? I love Alan. It's a bit odd, wasn't it? I love all the Alans. I love Alan Bennett. I love Alan Titchmarsh. Go on, give I love Alan, Alan Partridge. It's not real Alan. Yeah, Fictitious but he's Alan. A, but he is an Alan. Alan Wicker, he's gone. No, I don't. I, I want keen on him. Who was your other favourite Alan? Um, Alan Adale. Alan Adale never existed. Alan. Alan. Tim Allen. Tim liked Alan. him. Yeah, it's not an Alan. Yeah, he's got Alan in his name. Alan Rickman. I loved Alan Rickman. I loved Alan Rickman. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Detectorist was very good, I think, the point that we're trying to make. Was it? Yeah, it was excellent. I don't remember the point we were making anyway. I don't know. You, Mackenzie Crook looked old. Oh, yeah. But it's... A, it's a, do you know what I love about the Detectorist? It's that pacing. Mm. It's not frenetic. It's not trying to do too much, is no. it? It's just gentle and yeah. nice yeah. and... Oh, it's like a cuddle. Yeah. It comforting. Yeah. It's proper comfort telly, isn't it? Yeah. There's certain things yeah. that yeah. programmes that make you feel comforted. Yeah. And that is one of them. It's weird as well because it's not an outright laugh a minute, is it? It's not a sitcom in that sense. It's not a sitcom, is it? What was well, it? What is it? It's, it's like a, a black comedy. comedy it's isn't like a it? comedy drama, really. Comedy drama, yeah. Yeah. Makes me wanna it makes me want to be a metal detector though. Oh, I've said this before. It's finding. What is it about finding things? It's it's human nature to want to find things. Like right now, if I said to you, I've got a metal detector, do you want to go in the garden? You'd be digging. I would. You'd be out there. Well, I'd probably go to a park, actually. What, just wander around a park? Do you know where I go? Where? Wilton Park. Why? Because I reckon there's some Elizabethan treasures there. 
you've got to get permission first. Why? You can't just go and start digging holes, mate. I wouldn't dig a hole. I'd just detect. There's no fun in detecting. And then I'd give them coordinates of where I find something beeping. Yeah. It's, it's, the thing of, it's the thing of finding things, isn't it? You could do that, couldn't you? You could give them a GPS point. Do you know when I used to say? Do you know when I used to walk? I remember walking home from school, and at the side of the road, sometimes you'd find stuff like number plates or old spark plugs, and I'd collect them, and I'd walk home with them. And my mum would be like, "You're not bringing all that in the house." No, but I don't know. I was at an age where I was like, "I want to find forage, discover something important, and discover." Yeah. And I have found the number plate from a 1992 Fiesta. I think as kids, all kids wanted that. They all wanted to find some treasure. Yeah. And that's why, as an adult... That's a good idea for I a theme park. S- what? I've got an idea. What? You, you have a big field and you call it Finding Treasure. No, because it's not real. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They, no, it, no, the buzz it of it does. is no. enough. No, it does matter. It has to be authentic. Otherwise, no, it it's not a buzz. What do you mean? If they knew you planted something, that's rubbish. You don't think you could get the buzz from it? No. Even if you knew? No, what kids want to do is go into a forest or on a, excuse me, on a beach. Excuse me. <laughs> you couldn't find anything. Oh, you're just your wind. All I do, when I love it when we go to the beach and I love foraging on a beach. You just set I'm off. always convinced I'm going to find something and I never, ever do. What do you think you're going to find, though? Treasure. I think, I think that's bottle, an I, message I in I think bottle. the buzz of it is, mm-hmm. is enough. Yeah. I'm happy for hours on a beach just looking. Yeah. Well, maybe in the new year we could get a couple of metal detectors each. That would have been a good present, wouldn't it? What, a metal detector yeah, each? Yeah. And then just set off yeah. together. Yeah. Just wandering about. Yeah. That'd the the really metal good. detecting couple. That would have been really Look good Look at fun. these two geeks here. Shall we become the detectorists? The detector couple, just wandering after the school run, just mm. set off. Where would we go, though? Just wandering through the field. Yeah. Together. <coughs> oh, that could be just good. Just go down that Inbury Nature Reserve. What, and just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Before you've even switched it Max. on. <laughs> just go around shops. I'd love that. In Sainsbury's. Down near the deli aisle. I found a there's a there's a there's a what do you call it? What? The end of a sword. Yeah. An end of a sword in Sainsbury's. I don't know. What no. would you find in Sainsbury's? You might find somebody might have dropped the tool they used to open boxes. Found, did it. found this. Did you Caught. Oh, I lost that last week. Just they are found it for you. Yeah. It's all right. Anything else in these finding? Don't you thank me? It's a service we provide. Just a load of old days following about. Well, we get calls. Like, we become like the fifth emergency service. Like Ghostbusters. We've lost our keys. Can you come and find them? No problem. Get the house. Oh, down the back of the sofa. Here you are, madam. There's your keys. Thank you so much. We lost them a month ago. Don't worry about it. Come with the headphones on. Don't worry about it. Do you need to pay? Do we need to pay you? No, it's just a service we provide. We don't need thanks. Imagine that. I can't find. I can't find my wedding ring. Yeah. It's up the dog's ass. <laughs> the dog's eating it. You're going to have to wait for nature yeah. to take its yeah. course. Yeah. You're going to have to shit that out. Yeah. Well Don't done. thank us. It's fine. What would we call ourselves? Not the detectorist because that's Why? been done. Oh. Um, the beepers. The beepers. <laughs> I'd love it. Scott yeah. and Gemma are the beepers. Yeah. What would our catchphrase be? Um, if you can't find it, we, we will, will grind it. No. No. If you can't find it, we will. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a low level. You've lost it. Yeah. We find it. 
if you want to, if you, when you hear the beep, that's supermarket sweep. Yeah, not that. that one. When you, if, um, what is it? We'll find your beeping gold. Oh, good. We'll find your beeping, beeping treasure. Yeah. We'll find your beeping lost keys. Yeah. We'll find that beeping <coughs> pin in your grandma's beeping hip. Yeah. Um. Or how about this one? If you've lost something, we'll find it for you. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> Um, do you know what I did think the other day? Yeah. Traditional songs that people sing. There was some programme on telly of someone re- reminiscing about songs they were sang as a kid. Mm. And I can't remember it, what it was, but what it did bring me on to was the ones your nana used to sing. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were so weird. They were. We have to have them on the Yeah, pod. I'll do it now. Right. T- t- um, just give me a bit of backstory. So we used to go for a sleepover at my nana and granddad's. We'd get in bed with my nana in the morning and granddad would go and make us a cup of tea. And she'd sing songs to us, and that's it. Yeah, but come on, some of them are weird. Well, there's only one I can remember. Which no, is the... I can remember them all. What? There's more than one. What? First, do the codfish. Okay. I like oysters, lobster too. I like a tasty bit of fish. When I get home from work at night, I get my favorite dish. Fish. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Fruity Akasaki wants some seafood. Mama. Codfish and sauce. And then, of course. Absolute madness. It's from a film. Which film? Um, I found it. Right, are you ready for the... Uh, will we be allowed to play the original? No. 20 seconds of it. Well, maybe. Yeah, go on. Yeah, exactly. I remember you doing that when you said to me, oh, this is a song my grandma used to sing. And I remember hearing that thinking... Yeah. She's lost her mind, dear. Yeah. You ready? Choo choo to Broadway, foo Cincinnati. Don't get it, you can't stop the Life is just so fine. On the solid side of the line. Fifth. Hold tight. Hold tight, 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 hold tight. Fruity Akasaki wants some seafood, mama. There you go. But you, your nan was freestyling around Oh, that. yeah, I know. But isn't that amazing? What a weird song I know, to I love sing. it. Andrew's sister. She sang some mad stuff. It was lovely. Did you like it? Yeah, I can still smell her. Your nana? Yeah. Nana's had a smell, didn't they? They did have a smell. What did she smell of? I want to say lavender. Yeah. I always remember her having an, um, chocolate eclairs in her handbag. Not the actual cake. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. But the little sweets. Yeah. Yeah. She'd have them in there. She had a sweet. Squirreling away. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unwrapping them. Yeah. Snaffling. Yeah. She was a snaffler. Well, she was really quite mean when my dad was growing up. There were three boys. My dad was the eldest. And Tell that story. What? About your Uncle Les. Oh, Yeah. So Uncle Les asked for a rucksack for his school trip. And uh, she says, well, if you have it, you're not having anything for Christmas. 
and she stuck to it. And he woke up on Christmas morning and he didn't have anything and he cried and cried and cried. Sat and watched his brothers. So my bro- no, but they didn't have a lot anyway. They only had one present each. But my dad says he remembers having to give something to Les to make him stop crying. So the, the two brothers had to kind of rally around and give him something. But she stuck to it. That is hard. She stuck to it. And she was like... I mean, uh, you, don't, you don't enter into a contract with a kid. If you have this now... Yeah. There's nothing on Christmas yeah. Day. Okay. Because the kid's thinking, you'll never come My dad to that. said that she was That's quite amazing. mean. And she yeah. was, she, I mean, we never saw this side to her. Because they mellow, don't they, as they get they older. Do. But when she was. And when, when it's grandkids, yeah. it's once removed. I think it? so. Yeah. But. Um, she was singing songs about fish to, to you. I mean. They would is... never get a full, like, my dad remembers that uh, if they had a Mars bar, she would split it. You know, they'd never get one each, but she would have her own stash. That's bad. And she would have real butter, but they would never be How allowed did, real butter. Have real they'd butter? have margarine. So she'd have a little, little butter in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, that she would have for herself. Little at the back. Yeah. And and she would always take money off him for his paper round. Didn't she as well, when you used to go to your Auntie Joyce's? Oh, yeah. And she'd say, Auntie Joyce, Auntie would, Joyce say, would always say, Do you want come some? on, lads, have something more. Don't look Do- at your mum. Yeah, she'd say, don't look at your mum, because she'd always be saying, you're not having any more. And they would like, and she would always like, come on, lads, you can have a bit more. You can have another cake. Don't look at don't your mum. Don't look at your mum. I love that. I, I love how Joyce was the one who thought, yeah. I'm going to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Well, no, she was just so, I'm not... Oh, it's a hard one, isn't it? But Joyce was so generous and kind. Where does the meanness come from, though? She was one of 13. Oh, your nana? Yeah. Right. So that was it. What do you mean? Like, when you're one of 13, you don't have anything, do you? No, you were down the pecking order. Oh, my God. I mean, that's like living in a workhouse. That's Oliver Twist she was living through. Yeah, she was one of 13 children. 13? Yeah, and one of them's still alive, Elsie, in Manchester. She's the last remaining sibling. Wow. So she's wandering around now, still eating chocolates. No, out of she's ninety six. She ain't wandering around, but she's still got all the faculties. Yeah, your nana, when she was around, mm. used to think I was German. She kept calling me Jürgen. Don't you remember? Yeah, there was a period of time when she called you Jürgen. She I was don't like, know "Why? Why did she think I was German?" No, she didn't think you were German. She just thought you looked German. I have. Been... Oh, I know why it was because Peggy's family, Peggy across the road. Her family were German and he was called Jürgen and he looked like you. Yeah. That was it. Don't he look like Jürgen? Yeah, that was it. I remember now. He looks like It wasn't Jürgen. just that she was insane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so funny mm. how they, they, they... It is a weird how their life sort of... You look like... We've talked about this before. Like My mum and dad are like a dynamic, dynamic energy. Mm, mm. And your nan and granddad around the same age decided to just... Well, Watch no, telly. But we've all said that, that the older generation that went before, you did, you kind of, you you sort of decided you were old and that was it then. You sort of, we're, we're old. We're old. We're that's it. No, we're well, now, we're you old. dress a certain way and things have changed, haven't they? Yeah. Things have changed. What, as in you have to be more with it? There's more pressure well, to No, I don't stay think there's any life. pressure. I just think that you you can feel like you can be... Well, people are living longer, so they feel more energised and more... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do you not think it's weird, though? That, that, that I, think, I think we are a more... Do you think there's more... The older people now have more energy, as a, as a rule, than they did? Well, it just depends if you're lucky enough to have your health, I suppose. But if you have got your health, 
and yeah, you can, you do live longer, and so therefore you keep going longer, you work longer. I mean, your dad still works; he's seventy-five. It's mad. My mum and dad live a more active life, I think, than some thirty-year-olds. Probably. Don't Dep- they? It depends on character as well. Like your mum and dad are that sort of people, aren't they? They want to squeeze every minute out of the day. They do. So this is that book you got. This is a book I got for Christmas. It's called The Almanac. What does that make you think of? Back to the Future. Yes, I knew you'd say it. It basically gives you month by month what's coming. And I I just love stuff like this. First of all, January, the dates, there's so much happening in January. It says, spend time outside during the year and you will soon come to see that there is a season for everything. For seeds so tentatively germinate and begin to grow for frantic work such as that of the honeybees when the sun shines, for harvesting and feasting and for closing down, resting and recovering. Our human years generally do not cycle. And I thought that was really interesting. What do you mean by that? In terms of the fact that, well, it sums it up here. We hit the ground running in early January, let up for a couple of weeks in August when you go on holiday, and then push on through until the Christmas break. And I thought that is life, isn't it? You don't really have... We don't have cycles in human years. We don't let up ever. No. You know, you might give yourself a holiday in August and then you have a bit of a bit of downtime in in Christmas. And that's it. Mm. Unless and that's what I'm saying unless we we consciously make ourselves take time off and time for ourselves. There's not much not like animals where you hibernate all winter and Why do you think humans should hibernate? I, I think we should. Well, what this book is saying here is, you know, listen to the listen to nature. Well, now is time to be slow and to take time and heal and recover. There is. I do think that when the night gets darker and as as it gets colder, you yeah. do eat more. Yeah. You want to be inside yeah. more. Yeah. We have still got that within us. Yeah. You don't. You can't. I mean, we slept for ten hours last night. Not really, but yeah, we, we did. No, and we you're didn't go still to, we, didn't, we didn't go to bed till gone midnight, and I got up at nine. So that's not ten hours, is it? Well, I, it's still a decent chunk. Yeah, I do think I do think humans should hibernate. I think you should. Well, we be can't. Able to say, we can't. No, but I think you should be able to say to your employee, "Look, it's my hibernation." Yeah, window now. yeah. I'm going to sleep been, for three months. I've been to Lidl. I'm squirreling yeah. away nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see you in three months. Just your Asda delivery man turning up at the door every week. But apart from that, I am not going anywhere. I am not hibernating, doing mate. I am I'm squirreling away. Yeah. And wake me up when the nights get lighter. Yeah. And it says here, unlike the birds and the bees, the flowers and the trees, we are forever on. And it's true. We are. Um, but the natural year can act as a guide to living if we let it. Oh, like yeah, like these spiritual people who live by the well, it's saying sun. January. It just so happens is a wonderful place to start because if you step outside now and look for obvious activity, you will find well very little, and it's right, you know. So it's about and and I'm not going to read any more, but I'm just saying that this book, it's a it's about trying to get you to stop and think about what's going on around you, what's happening in nature. It talks about the the moon. It gives you the um. It gives you the sunset and sunrise. And it's so nice as you go through the book, you see that shifting earlier and earlier and earlier, obviously, as we get towards summer. Um, and also... You're like a little wise old sage, you are Well, you? I, I find stuff like this interesting. It's nice to be in touch with what's going on around you. And it's also... It was interesting that I've got 
we've got two sets of friends at the moment who are on the other side of the world. So we've got our friend Mel, who's gone to New Zealand to visit family. And we've got Claire, who's in, she was listening to the pod this morning. She sent a picture. Um, she's in Australia, Perth, to visit family. So they've got a son in Christmas. And it's so weird to see they're experiencing summer at a time when traditionally we feel like we need to cosset ourselves and hide mm. away and be warm and slow and go to bed earlier. And, you know, it's weird, isn't it, that this time of year, so a time of celebration and also busy, they've got the sunlight to do it. Yeah. And it makes you think, actually, would that be quite helpful? You'd feel more energised for Christmas. What, if it were in summer? Yeah. I don't know, but it throws out a cock all the, the meals. All the food-related stuff works when it's cold. Wouldn't it be weird you to have winter You can't have a, a full roast dinner when you're sweating your nuts off. But they did. Really? Yeah, and they had barbecues. Yeah, and... but that's a barbecue, isn't it? Mm. I, just think, I just think that Christmas... Is you've got all the all the films of snow. Yeah. All the, well, I said that to Liv. I said it just it all it kid, all works. Kids it's in cold. Australia and New Zealand, they've still watched all the traditional films that we've watched, and they'll always be set in snow, won't I just, they? I just think it's really weird to watch. It's a Wonderful Life in your flip flops. Mm, mm. It just it just feels like a weird. I know what you're saying. I feel like it, my body clock would be all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I always feel. I always feel like that. I always feel like. It, I think Christmas has to be cold. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one year we will do it in a warm climate. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. But you love you, you love books like that, don't you? I love books like this. I love little books that you can take snippets out of, and there's little ponderings and reflective things and you're like a little wise old sage i'm not there's nothing wise about me at all but what i do like is i like to you like think to, i'm wise you like to think you're wise <laughs> you're gonna be quoting that to me going do you know that uh, did you know that to enjoy this month you should be looking at your ornamental hellborus dogworm stems willow stems hazel catkins seed heads grasses sarcococa witch hazel crocuses Oh, don't you just love it when your crocuses started poking through? I love it. I love it when my crocus pokes through. When you see... It just, it it always happens first thing in the morning. But you know, some people do find this time of year a struggle and I really get that. You know, if Christmas isn't um, all that and, uh, you know... I used to have one of those lamps at work, those sad lamps. Yeah. Because I used to find it. people genuinely... It doesn't help your yawning through it. People genuinely need it. You make it. me tired. Sorry, but people genuinely need a lift because it is dark and all that. And if you haven't, if you're not part of a big family or you're not, it's not a massive, massively social occasion, Christmas, what is so exciting? And I just want us all to just take a minute now and get excited, right? Get excited about the fact that crocuses will be pushing through. This is so Incrementally, nerdy. every day we're getting lighter Every day the buds are going to be coming out. We can look forward to warmer mornings, to those spring days, to the to the flowers, to to the trees, the colours coming out, the leaves coming out. That to me, it it fills you with hope. It fills you with. It's so lovely the cyclical, the cyclical um, sort of uh, shows the t- the signs that things are moving look on. Look at you. It's lovely. You I love, love spring. Nature, don't I you? love you nature and I love geek. spring. 
You're such a sad geek. So to that end. No, but thing is, though, Happy New Year. Yeah, but then we're going to go through. We've got to go through snow and ice first. Oh God, what about what's happening in I America? Know. Minus fifty, mate. I would not be happy. Do you remember when it was minus thirteen that year? Fifteen. Fifteen. Went to fifteen. Here. Twenty. Shit in Jesus. Do you know? I was. We all kids. That was cold. Kids especially, they really want a white Christmas. They love a bit of snow. But when I saw those images from America, I thought, oh, God, I yeah, can't think of any. You know, when the snow is so thick and you, it becomes like, you know, when people think, oh, how can you get, you know, upset about weather? But when it becomes to a point where it stops you leaving your home. And what if you haven't got enough supplies at home? What if you can't get somewhere? You what if you can't get to the emergency services? It is a crisis. You won't be it's of, horrible. You won't be thinking about your crocuses popping through then, will Nothing you? Nothing will be popping through. You, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because I, I remember that minus 13. 15. 15. And we were in Manchester. Yeah. Because Liv went very well. And I remember, do you remember just the ice? It was so bad. Everywhere. Skating everywhere, wasn't it? It was so, so cold. It was My mum and dad. Baltic. Because um, we were at Manchester Children's Hospital that Christmas and... Um, my mum and dad brought Christmas dinner to us. Oh, wow. And then your yeah. mum and dad bought Christmas dinner to us on Boxing Day. And my mum and dad said there was ice on the insides of the car window. It was so, so Well, cold. our boiler packed up here. Yeah, it did. And it your did. dad had to come round and yeah. get it going again. There was ice on the, yeah. in the house. Yeah. On the walls. Awful. Holy shit balls. And I remember that Christmas when we smuggled in the Christmas dinner. Mm. We were drinking those little boxes, little bottles of wine. Yeah. In the toilets. No, we weren't. That's I bullshit. Or smuggling it. No, we just had it next to our beds. I remember but... your mum putting out the buffet in one of those cardboard thick things. No, she didn't. She put out some stuffing balls in that because no, we didn't have enough plates. No, she didn't. We did. This, you're like, you're a child lying, aren't you? I'm lying. Yeah. We had a buffet. We had no, red wine we, in we a drip. We were allowed to bring we used food onto all the, the all the implements of... Uh, and we just had... My mum basically bought it plated up, didn't she? We had eggnog in syringes. How did we do it? Tupperwares. No, how did we... Did we heat it up in no, the microwave? It's all or? cold. So we a had a cold, cold buffet. buffet. Yeah. And it was all, it was on, we borrowed some of those medical trays and your mum put some stuff on it. No, we didn't. We did. Scott. We had a buffet on the ward. We did, but we didn't use any we medical did. stuff. We My mum bought stuff. it with her. We had, we had syringes of eggnog. Oh God. We had a, Why do you have to make everything so over the top? I had a commode full of cranberry. <laughs> we used, we used the facilities around us. We did, but and it was Baltic. I, yeah, Chris. Oh, let's not bring the mood down. What do you mean? I was just going to say Christmas on a in a hospital is a different thing, isn't it? I'm sort of in a way though. I know it was a traumatic time, but I'm sort of glad we did it because it made me appreciate that it isn't that big a deal. It's a great time of year if things are great. But it's just and, a day. But it's not a big deal. We just let it go, didn't we? It didn't it matter. Like, None of it mattered. Day. No, because what and matters it was, is it health. Was, it was done as quick yeah. as it was, as, yeah. you know, the build up. And, then and it was also, done. what is incredible is how, what does get you through is like the camaraderie in a hospital. Yeah. There's a real sense of like, um, I don't know, you just pull together, don't you? Mm. And we're still in touch with a family who were opposite us. Yeah, we I are. I still message Jude. Yeah. Um, and her children are grown up now. And 
Yeah, and I, I, the nurses were so incredible. Yeah, made it so special. But it, it, I'm sort of did. I am not glad we saw it, but it, it was quite no, a, never a moment. But it was a moment where it made me appreciate that when things are going okay and everything's fine, you've just got to sort of mm. be thankful for that. That's moment. right. Because it, it is. It's, it's a weird place to be. It, the world. It doesn't matter, does it? The world still continues. None yeah. of it. We had to do our Christmas shopping from a pound shop. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? I do, I do. That's all we could go to. Yeah. It was in Wivenshaw. It's or weird how life stopped, didn't it? We didn't do any Christmas shopping. We didn't write any Christmas cards. We didn't have a tree. No. Nothing. No. Nothing that year. Just sat in a ward. Yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? It was weird. But there we go. There we, sort we of... go. But we came home on the 2nd of January. I remember it. Yeah. And um, we'd not been home for five months. And it was weird. It was really weird. What do you mean? Coming home. Yeah. I felt weird. Yeah. I felt like, I felt a bit scared. Because I'd become institutionalised. I could still hear the beeps. Yeah. On the beep. The obs. Beep. On yeah. the ward. Mm. We were doing, we were doing, it was weird, wasn't it? All that sort of time. It seems like another lifetime, mm. doesn't it, that really? But we did meet Manchester United because they came we to the did. ward. Shit! Because I think, I think on, I think at Manchester Hospital, Children's Hospital, they often do that at Christmas. There'll be some sort of, I think the Corrie cast have visited quite a lot. Yeah. And that year we got to meet Wayne Rooney, Michael Carrick. Who was the other ones? <sighs> Vladimir Putin. No, what was his <laughs> name? No, what was his name? I, w- I wish we had met Putin on the tour of the <laughs> what world. What was his name, Vlad? Good morning, um, Proteus. What was that? Are you sure we should, we should be meeting Vladimir Putin? There was Vladimir four footballers. Putin. There was Carrick, oh, Rooney. And I forget the other guy. Yeah. Come on. I, I can't remember the other oh, guy. Yeah. There was two other players. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Jamie. No. Darren. No. No. Darren. Yeah. Darren. One of them went very well. One of them had a colitis. Oh. Um, this is a very cheery conversation. Ah. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, four footballers. Rooney. Rooney. Rooney Rock- so tall. Yeah. He's so tall. He's a beast. I couldn't believe Wayne Rooney was so Didn't tall. Didn't you say to him, you're so tall, Wayne. <laughs> you're like his nana. He came onto the world. And the thing is, Liv was only six months old, so she, she had didn't no care. idea. Wayne Rooney was meeting us. Yeah. We were like buzzing. We, we were like... Wow. You, you feel like pointing, going, that's the baby. Yeah. They don't know who you are. I got them all. We're meeting you. I got all their autographs. We got you a did. photo with them. What was it? They gave her a Manchester United bear. They did, yeah. Cute. And what did you say to Wayne? I didn't say anything. You said, do your children like Christmas? Did I? And he said, they like the lights. Oh, they love the lights. They love the lights. Yeah, and you went, you're so much taller in real life, yeah, Wayne. He was and tall. then you said, Would you like to come to the pension award? No, I'm not allowed. You are. He likes a grandma, didn't he? Apparently. He likes a grandma. Yeah, that's the rumour. Oh, that he, get he out. He went with a grandma, no, an older he woman. No, he didn't. It's a truth rumour. He didn't go with Google a grandma. It. She was a grandma, apparently. Yeah, but gran- there's a grandma and there's a grandma. I think she was old. No. She was old. No, she won. Like the lights. I like the lights. I like her, Nana. No, she... Come on, oh, Nana. Oh, no. Come That's on. horrible. Apparently, yeah. That's oh. the rumours, mate. But oh. yeah, we met Wayne Rooney, who came on the ward. Came on the what ward. What a weird Christmas ward that 85. was. I know. Yeah. And then we, Sophia was in that little... Olivia was in that little yeah. frigging car. Used to push it everywhere, yeah. all the way down to Costa. Should we stop reminiscing about this now? It's not even a pleasant memory. It's not, is it? Why no, are we doing it? I don't know. Oh. But anyway, yeah. that's that. 
you have still not told us your ambition, your resolutions for this year. I don't make them. Why? Because they'll fail. Because they fail, or I just it gives me another thing to stress about. Stresses about <laughs> my resolution is to not have resolutions. Is to not have resolutions. Do you know what? It's not a bad one. That I'm with you. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you can. It's quite a nice resolution to have a spa, though, isn't it? And I think we can all achieve that one. Yeah, we can go on a spa. Look at you. Sorry. Blowing the schnoz. I read recently that Victoria Beckham's had the same meal for 25 years. What do you mean? Every day? Yeah. No. According to David. No. Steamed fish and vegetables. It's pretty much the same meal she's eaten for 25 years. Mm. No, I don't believe that. Well, it's what she's saying. Don't discount the story. I don't believe it. Well, it's what I'm reading. I'm reading the story. Where from? The Sun? No. Let me just read it. Look. I don't believe it. No, listen. You're telling me she's not been to Wagamama's, I don't know, Yakisoba. David Beckham claims that his wife Victoria has eaten the same meal for 25 years. Isn't it weird how it's totally normal to eat the same breakfast every day, but the thought of having the same dinner seven days in a row is just bonkers. They've been together for over 20 years. Victoria has been having the same meal for a quarter of a century. I get quite emotional about food and wine. When I'm eating something great, I want everyone to try it, explained. Unfortunately, I'm married to someone who has eaten the same thing for 25 years. Since I met her, she only eats grilled fish, steamed vegetables, and she will rarely deviate from that. So I am not lying because those are the words from well, David's face. But I bet I bet she does I bet she does have some variety. But I unfortunately there could be some truth to it because what I'm saying is is this celebrity world where they're obsessed with their weight, obviously steamed vegetables and grilled fish is incredibly healthy. And she probably just sees it as a safe way of never putting on weight. But how sad not to have roast potatoes, to taste fried halloumi, to taste... Oh, it's making me hungry now. You know, a popper pizza. Oh, God. She's never had a pizza, mate. Oh, it's making me go. But do you remember? It's an interesting one is food, don't you think? The weird relationship we have with it. I did say to Chinese Grace, right... So um, just to clarify that what? Grace is definitely Chinese. Yeah, she's Chinese. She's from Hong Kong. <laughs> she's well, she's Hong Kong. She's not. She's Hong Kong Grace. So yeah, she's not Chinese. I did say to Hong Ho- Kong. Grace. I said to Hong Kong Grace, would it be okay if she came and lived with me for a couple of months? Why? Because so you can eat clean. She eats because we were talking about the difference between Western diet and um, her diet. She prepares every day she says it takes her quite a long time to prepare the meals and it's always fresh fish meats uh, vegetables and that we were just saying we we're analyzing her diet compared to our diet and i'm not saying we have a bad diet i think we have quite a balanced diet but we do eat a lot of shit as well i think yeah and um i think snacks are the downfall well, also as well though, but she, we've, we we like your your mum yeah. would do a full dinner mm. and a pudding mm. every night, yeah. and that era is not uncommon. Where I used to work with my boss, he used to say that his mum used to do mm. a full apple pie, full roast dinner. But every that's fine. Night. I think that was okay. No, but a full apple apple pies. And yeah, but that would be the only thing you would eat, Scott. The difference today is is that people fill their faces with chocolate bars, crisps. Um, fast food, it's all the shit that goes with it. If you were eating just that as a balanced diet, 
That's why wartime, <coughs> wartime Britain or post-war Britain, people were eating a vegetable dinner, meat and a pudding, and that was it. That was all you were eating. There wasn't the snacks available like there is today. It does make you feel better eating clean. And and But Grace was saying that her... You know, I said, I reckon if I let her cook for me for two months, I would lose weight. Move her in then. She can't. She said no. She said no. No. <coughs> I think it does make you eat clean. Mm. That diet is so low in saturated fats. That's the thing as well. It's the carbs. Like we have such a variety of carbs, like a lot of bread. And Letty was saying, Coffee Club Letty, that um, she'd read something or I can't remember who she's spoken to but basically they were saying that we should treat bread like cake oh no so, I ate this I ate the devil I ate well, the, the way they demonize bread don't shoot bread. the messenger I'm just saying that bread Warburton's should be Warburton's is the listen, devil they were saying that bread and I that day I'd had six slices of bread that's too much bread why well, yeah, that's I'd had outrageous. toast for breakfast and I think I'd had toast for lunch and I think I'd had toast before I went to bed you idiot six slices that's half a loaf with Lurpak and, br- and Marmite yeah but look what we were saying was is that that's the difference between Hong Kong Grace's diet and ours that she's not got the bread, not got the potatoes. It is she does eat rice with every meal, but rice is so much healthier, isn't it? Mm. So well, it, it breaks down more, doesn't it? I think it's. It, I think this is a weird thing that we do this like detox in January. Mm. We sort of we we splurge ourselves mm. during this month, mm. and then we go in January. I'm gonna not drink, mm. and I'm gonna cut back, and I'm mm. gonna join a gym. I just I just think, well, why do that to yourself? Mm. Because it's it's a it's an unsustainable target, mm. isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I do. I think January you need a drink. Yeah. Mm. Do you not find that? I'm not sure. You know, you need it's a, it's the most miserable month of the year. Yeah, it could. It's probably the, why don't they do dry November? Yeah, on the run up. Yeah, detox before, then have a good splurge out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think mm. I think everything in moderation. I do genuinely feel better if I've eaten stuff that's all been fresh that from the ground up. Mm, 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 do you know mm. what I mean? I do. I do find like you 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 if you have too much bread, you feel stodgy. Mm. So you've got to see if bread is his cake. Bread is now cake. Well, this is what they're saying. But if you actually think, but about I it, can't abide by that because I love bread. I love bread. What's the de- default option then if you're not having bread at lunch? You have to make something. becomes a ball ache. Well, I'm sorry, but you've just summed it up there. You can't be arsed, can you? No. Well, you need to be arsed. Well, what are you making? If not, then you've got to go... Oh, Tuna got... salad. Oh, I don't want to chop a salad. Have a boiled egg. Oh, boiled egg. I ate have a boiled them. egg with some tuna and some salad. Or have some rice with some vegetables. For dinner? Yeah. <laughs> then I've cooked. No, you don't even like me making a mess of the cooker. Well, you don't have to make a mess of the cooker. I, I do. No, you don't. When I cook, it's a mess. Scott, that could be your new resolution. What? Just be less messy. I find it hard. It spits. Pans spit, don't they? Yeah, wipe after. I do wipe. But Just it's wipe. Never, it's never to your standard. Oh, uh, this is annoying. Anyway, I've got a resolution for you. Go on. Never lend anything of ours to anyone. Right. 
Right, can I just explain to the listener, we had a couple of stresses before the podcast this morning. I was accused of moving his computer cable. Where was it? In a drawer. Why did you put it there? Because we were watching a DVD and I connected it to the telly. Right, and so that wasn't my fault, but he swore to God I'd moved it. Because sometimes... And he gave me 10 rounds about no, it. No, sometimes you do a Gemma move, which no, is where you move something no. and you don't remember where you've moved it. Right, second of all, what... What did, last you have, night, what did you get angry about? Last night, we were settling down. Mm-hmm. We wanted to watch Scrooged. And he's claiming I've lent it to someone that you I have, have absolutely no recollection of. I remember the conversation where you said to someone... He can remember a conversation, but he can't remember who it was with, said, which is very unhelpful. You need to watch this film with Bill Murray. It's absolutely wonderful. And as it went and as it went across the threshold out of our house, in my head, I thought... I don't remember this. This should not be happening. You're breaking the, the rules. Never so lend. So basically, he then gave Never a big speech lend. to Liv saying, don't ever lend anything to anyone. And I said, that's a miserable existence. I, you can lend to people. Be kind always. And Scott said, don't be kind. Don't lend anything ever. I think if you lend DVDs and or books, you you stand a chance of never getting them back. I just think that's a sad way to live. But anyway, I rebuke the accusation that I've lent this because I don't remember lending it to anyone. I don't know where it is. It'll be somewhere. What else have I done that's annoyed you then? Get it off your chest. And the last one was that he would not allow me to record the podcast wearing my pyjamas. Because I think it's just a little bit... We have to make it some sort of professionalism. No, you don't. You look a tramp. You're only wearing a T-shirt. And what's the difference between this jumper and the jumper I was wearing before? It's the mindset of being in the pyjamas. I don't... I'm not having it. So he got very upset about the fact I was going to do the podcast. I didn't and, get and, very and can upset. I just say, I wasn't wearing like Burton Ernie pajamas. <laughs> I was wearing a jumpsuit, so it was a velour jumper with velour trousers. I don't see how that is going to impede my ability if, to record a podcast. If I had done the podcast wearing my uh, dressing gown, yeah. with my knacker swinging, your knackers won't a, be swinging. It brings a different. There's energy. no swing. To, to <laughs> They aren't swanging you. <laughs> to to know to know that there's one piece of cloth separating my genitals from the world is not the energy. But that's I not bring the same the as a velour jumpsuit. I don't see how that would have been a problem. And also, I think it's you know our our promotional photographs for this podcast are wearing our, our dressing gowns. I mean, true. it's the morning. Mm. I don't see how it would have been a problem. Would you ever go but to anyway? Would you ever go to the shops in your pajamas? I fed the cats yesterday in my pyjamas. You went round? Yeah. In your pyjamas. Yeah. Would you ever go to the shop in your pyjamas in no. your dressing gown? No. I saw, I saw someone do it the other day. It's a weird, isn't it? I've never seen anyone doing that. I have. I know, but that's very rare. Yeah. Most people wouldn't, would they? Would you, do you, would you ever do it? No. No, I wouldn't. Do you think it's unacceptable? I don't think it's unacceptable, but, you know, get dressed. It's the basics, isn't it? Yeah. You're wandering around. Just get dressed. That's fine. Get dressed. But recording your podcast, I think of a law tracksuit's fine. Whatever you're getting up to today, guys, I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year. Thank you for all the support. I'm going to be on tour again in the new year. I'm going to be releasing some stuff, some tickets, sales. I, I can't speak. 
I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to be releasing tickets on sale shortly. Very good. For some new dates. Um, I'm also, do you think my voice sounds like it's getting better? Yeah. I've been really trying. Yeah. It's I've been really trying. I've been drinking water. Yeah. I've been staving off the alcohol. Yeah. You've done well. well I don't done. know why it got so bad. Because you've had a virus. I hate that virus. I, like I, I, do you know what I hate? I hate you saying to me, why have I got a voice that's going? And I have to repeatedly say to you, because you've had a virus. I want you to be able to talk to the virus and say, <sighs> I want you to be able to have a direct line to that virus. Mm. I think genuinely you can help me, but you can't, can you? No. I can't. There's no helping you, love. I just have to so, let it pass. Yeah. Let it go. Anyway, on that bombshell. It's not our catchphrase. You can't keep matter. doing that. Look, loads of people have used that catchphrase. No, they haven't. Okay. I'm going to change it then. Change it. On that cup of tea. Jesus. <laughs> F- have a lovely, lovely day. And we will speak to you next week. Yeah, see you next week, guys. Have see a great day. Bye bye. Grab a cup and stop that yawning. It's time to tune in. It's Sunday morning.